Shalom Lechem Rabbi Yisai. I hope that everybody is doing well. And Baruch Hashem was zeichet to experience a very <coughs> uplifting and ruchniyistik apurim. Baruch Hashem in Yeshiva. We had a very, very nice poem over here. The Machim that we took from the Asibas and the Sudas by the Rebbeim. And uh, we hope that Be'ez Hashem, everything that they took, we'll, we'll to keep with them. We hope to bring them to come to the next level. Getting back to the parashas of Shavuos, last week we spoke about Purim. This week's parasha is parashas Kisisa. Very, very big parasha with a lot of very important points that we talk about. So I'm going to try to talk about two points, which would seem totally not related to each other, but we're going to try to make a connection. In the beginning of the parasha, the parasha talks about the mitzvah of Machta Sheker. Right? In the month of Adar, we know that there are four special Shabbos in Parsha Shkolim, we read the special the Mafta, the special Avtaira, Parsha Shkolim, Parsha Zohar, which was last week, Parsha Spar, which is this week, and Parsha Chodesh. The Parsha Shkolim talks about the mitzvah of the Matzah Shekel. And the mitzvah of the Matzah Shekel was the way that the Torah, the Torah was instructed, Hashem instructed Moshe Ben the Torah to count Claudius. Instead of counting Kalyusol by their heads, which would lead to Ayin Hara, so by, by asking each and every one of them to give a machta shekel, half a shekel, to, uh, to, uh, towards the Mishkan for different purposes, divided into three different uh, sections, into three, for three different purposes, and the Mishkan, as Rashi talks about later on. Um, and by counting up all the Matzah Shekels, they're able to know how many people existed in Klai Yisrael from 20, age 20 and above. And when the Pasuk talks about the idea of counting them, the Lashon of the Pasuk is, Kisisa Esresh B'nai Yisrael. Which the Lashon of Kisisa means by uplifting the heads of B'nai Yisrael. If Kudiyam, when you're counting them, to count them, for Hashem each one has to give an atonement for his nefesh when he's being counted. That way there won't be any type of plague. Like we said before, there won't be any type of by not counting them directly. And each one has to give the master shekel. Now, why did the Pasuk use the Lushen of for counting Kanki Sisa as Rosh B'nai Yisrael? Usually we use the Lushen of Limnites to count. Kitispa, um, why? Why does the you know why does the pasuk use lashon of kisisa to uplift when we're talking about counting clients? That's one question. Later on in the parasha, we talk about the chet ha'egel. After Moshe Rabbeinu went up to the Shemayim to bring back down the Torah, and clients understood he was going up for forty days, and he miscalculated the days. He comes down, and they built a. a they made the Egel. And as a result of that, uh, Moshe Benu gets upset about that and he breaks the Luchas. And Hashem gives him a second chance now, Kaiso, a second chance now to get a second set of Luchas. But here the Pasuk says, by the second Luchas, This time it's going to be different than the first set of Luchas. The first set of Luchas, Hashem made the Luchas and Hashem inscribed everything that was going to be written on the luchas. But here, 
The Pasuk tells, the Kashbaru tells, Maishobeinu, Psalacha, Shneilu, Chaisavanen, Kirishanim. You, Maishobeinu, should make these stones. The Chosafti, Alaluch, Esasadar, Mashahayu, Alaluch, Esarishan, Mashashibarka. And I will inscribe the words that were on the first Luchais onto these Luchais over here. Now, why is that? Why was it that over here, when the second set of Luchais had to be given, that Akash Bohu decide that Maish had to do it? Why couldn't Why couldn't he do it the same way that he did before? The same way Akash Bohu made the Luchais and, and inscribed the words of the uh, on the Luchais. Likewise, it could have been done over here. Why did it have to be done this way that Maish Rabbeinu did? So Rashi says an interesting idea. Rashi gives a marshal. It says, Marshal Lamelech, a marshal to a king, Shahalach did and he went, you know, out of the country, far away. He left his betrothed wife, you know, his wife which he didn't do the suing to, with, with his maidservants. Meaning that she was amongst his maidservants, they spread a bad rumor about her. So the ones that were the that were taking care of her and that were the, you know, the officers that were in charge to take care of her, they stood in the Torah Paksuba. You don't deserve to have the Tzuba if, you, if, you, if this bad name went out about you. Right? They tell the king to kill you. She'll say, listen, you know, I'm still not your wife. I'm still, still not, I'm still not, uh, you know, I'm still not your wife. Because the suit wasn't done. The king checked into the matter and he saw that the whole thing was just a rumor that came from the Shvachas. This Ratzel, and he wanted to be married her. He wanted to be married to her. So the, so the ones that were in charge and taking care of her said to the king, so she needs a new ksuba now because the first one was torn up. You're the ones that tore it up. You go buy the next paper. I'll write on it what I have to, what I have to, uh, you know, for the words of the ksuba. And the, the nimshal to that is that the melech that we're talking about is a kodesh baruch just like the king who's married to the arusa to the to this woman. So the king here is a kodesh baruch Hashvachas that spread the bad rumor, Elo Erev Rav, that was the Erev Rav that would always cause trouble in Klai Yisrael when they were in the Midbar. Vashush bin Zemash, the one that was taking care of the Arusa, the betrothed one to the Melech, the betrothed one to the Kodesh Baruch Hu, was Mash Rabbeinu, who was holding the Luchas. Arusasa Shal Kodesh Baruch Hu, Elo Yisrael, who was the Arusa, the beloved, the betrothed one to the Kodesh Baruch Hu, that's Klai Yisrael. So Moshe Rabbeinu was coming now. Okay, fine. Now that you want to be able to connect back to Klal Yisrael, right? So they need they need new luchais. And Hakadosh Baruch said, "No, them You should make them." But what was what was really the message behind the idea that it had to be through Moshe Rabbeinu? So both of these questions, as far as why we use the lashon of Kisisa when we count Klal Yisrael, and why why Dafka had to be Moshe Rabbeinu who made the luchais, are Asper Moshe finds in itself. And each one, uh, in each place, he answers an idea, but they're really connected from one to the other, I think. What's Pshat in the Psalach of Shnei Luchais You had to, the Moshe Rabbeinu had to be able to create that. Had to, had to make the second set of Luchas. So explain to Moshe 
Now, what was the pshat in Holchat Egel? Right? Many people think that make the mistake to think that they were they wanted they were worshiping Avodah No, that wasn't the idea. They wanted to connect the Kodesh Baruch They wanted to serve Hashem. <clears throat> the problem was that they realized that they were mortal human beings, and they felt that who are they to be able to just be able to connect that Kodesh Baruch Hu to his Torah, to be able to understand it, to be able to go into the depths, and to be able to come to, to be able to connect. So therefore, when, once they had Moshe Rabbeinu there, so they okay, Moshe Rabbeinu was that connection to be able to get them, to be able to get them, to be able to do that. But once Moshe Rabbeinu, who was an Ishalaiki, right, Shkina David the the Shkina spoke through his, through his, his, um, you know, came through his voice, through his throat, uh, to speak to them, and Pel Pel David Bais, and then it was Moshe Rabbeinu was on a different madriga than everybody else. So they had Moshe Rabbeinu to be that Emtzai, that middleman, to be able to connect them at Kodesh Baruch once they lost Moshe, so then they thought, how, how are we going to ever be able to connect ourselves to Akarish Bochu? We, we, we're just human, moral, you know, moral human beings, and how are we going to be able to do that? And therefore, that's why they, they made the ego, to fi- figuring that'll be some way that to be able to connect. But when afterward, Moshe Rabbeinu came down and showed them that was a mistake, see, Akarish Bochu wanted to show Kali Yisrael that, no, 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 don't, make, don't think that a, that a human being can't person reaches out, a person that, even though you're a human being, but you have that neshama that's inside you, and if you reach out and you push forward, you can come up to godless b'tayr of your Don't make the mistake to think that it's it's so godly that it's not even uh, possible for a regular human being to get there. That's why HaKadosh Baruch Hu asked the human being, Maishu Rebbeinu, who knows an Ayim Adrega, but asked him to make the Luchas as if, as if a way to show Kuala Yisrael that it's reachable and accessible for a, and, and possible for a Ben Adam to be able to come and to grow and not to be scared and to be discouraged and to think that they can't get to, they can't come to those high Madragas and Tariyushanai. So the idea of Tzalacha was to show Kaiso, don't be afraid. And if you, uh, a Ben Adam could come, of course, if a person leaves himself in his materialistic and, and physical desires that gets in the way of him being able to, to maximize what you get and, and gain what you have from the Torah, but if he if he looks past that and he tries to focus on the neshama part of him, even though he's a ben adam, he's a human being, he has the ability to be able to jump and reach tremendous tremendous high places. That's what you see from the luchas, from the second set of luchas. Now, why would we count Klal Yisrael? We use the lashon of kisisa. So here, Moshe, here the Torah also Moshe. Explained a similar idea. So sometimes a person looks at the, you know, the achrayis and the things that he has to be able to do in life. You know, shas is very big, shulchan aruch is very big, and and Torah and mitzvahs and everything. You know, Kashbofu gives us a lifetime for a reason because he wants us to be able to accomplish and to be able to do. And sometimes a person gets a feeling of comes something comes from it starts off from a pure place. Maybe humility, another humility, but sometimes that humility can be the itzar in disguise, where it winds up taking a person, lets him feel, I'm not, what should I tell you? I, I wish I could learn as much as I can do, but I, I'm just not capable. I don't have the ability inside me. I'm not. I'm just not chashuv enough. I, I don't have the, you know, the the kalim. I just can't do it. On that, the Torah says, when we count Klai Yisrael, every single person in the world. Gives the same exact amount. Whether you're rich or poor, whether you're a God of Israel, 
but just a regular person that's doing something in Klai Yisrael, every person counts the same. Every person has the is important. Every person has the ability. Every person has the potential to be able to to grow and to come to tremendous, tremendous places. It might not be the same place that the other person is going to get to because each person has his journey and his his potential that he has to go for fulfillment. We talked about it a few times. But a person should never be discouraged and to think that that person is more chashu than me and, or, and, and therefore I don't stand a chance. No, everyone's chashu. That's lashu kisisa. By counting Klai Yisrael to Shekel, it's uplifting every single person to let him know that you count and you're just as chashu as anybody else. And you have the ability and the possibility to be able to do it. So from the Luchas we learned that even a, a regular human being has the power to reach and to be able to tap into it and connect with, it, with Hashem's Torah. And from the, when we count in Klai Yisrael, we use the Kisisa to tell us, don't let the Yetzirah discourage us. Sometimes we're telling us that we're not capable or not chashev enough. Every single person counts and that every single person is important. Like the Maestro that I said over a few weeks ago, that I heard many times from Mishlam Revolver Zatzal. The Maestro was with Yisrael Salanta, that he had the Talmud of Naftali Amsterdam, and the, the Talmud of Naftali Amsterdam once came to Yisrael and he said to Nevi, if I would have the mind of Yisrael and the lave of the Yisrael and Rebbe's Midas, oh, what a great person I would be. He said, no, 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 no. With your mind, with your heart, and your Midas, that's the great person you're going to be. For each and every one of us is important. The only thing is we have to make sure that we maximize our potential. If we put our full kachas into it, then we're just, everyone, every single person is chashev. It's impossible for everybody to reach that. That, I believe, is the is connection that we can make between those two places in the parasha. To let us be able to understand that Klai Yisrael is chashev. Each and every one of us can come to great and tremendous places as long as we put in our effort and we put in our and we're patient with it and we work on building ourselves, everyone can get to where they have to be. Everyone should have a wonderful Shabbos and Kol Tuv. Be well.